I'm Sarah Gross. And I'm Sarah True. And you're listening to If We Were Riding. A triathlon-ish podcast. Grab your sock hats, fill your decanter. Friday's here. It's time for some banter. Try tips, life chat from two feisty pros, zoomies, arm hair, ebbs, and flows. Rides with influential women in sport. Voicemails from you, now it's in your court. Join in just to stalk raccoons. Do you like your Zwift caps and fear those loons? So unpad your bras and stop that hiding and find out what happens if we were riding. Hello, if we were riding listeners. So this is Sarah True, and this week I am solo. It's okay. I guess. Sarah's off in Bentonville, Arkansas for uh, the Gravel Festival, the Women's Gravel Festival. Sounds like she's having a great time. Basically, every time that she can't record with me and sends me a voicemail, she's taking like jello shots at the bar, having parties. I don't know what's going on. Her life is a lot more exciting than mine. The weeks where I can't record, it's because I'm doing something kind of lame. Anyway, uh, we're going to hear from her later in the podcast. What is exciting in my life is right now, drum roll, please. My car is getting cleaned. I know. That's pretty wild. It almost matches the excitement happening in Sarah's life. Uh, yeah, it's kind of cool, actually. There's a mobile car cleaning service. It's currently outside my house. And I'm getting rid of all the dog, dog hair. And most importantly, the dog smell. If you are a dog owner, you can relate to this. But our pooch buddy, he likes to express his anal glands in his car. I'm sorry if you were eating and you just heard that. Uh, yeah. And he has been doing that on a regular basis recently. Hopefully the car cleaning gets rid of that odor. I know it sounds really fancy to have somebody else clean your car, but you know what? This is me splurging. I'm going crazy. I'm getting rid of that anal gland odor, and I am just going to be riding in town with style. Woo! Yeah. All right. So on today's podcast, what do we have? We have a little voicemail. And by little, it's a very quite a long voicemail, actually, from Sarah, checking in from Bentonville. Why Gravel Beach Trathon and my epiphany. Let's talk about Orca for a minute. In 2018, Orca approached me at the Ironman World Championships in Kona and said, Hey, we love what you are doing and we want to support women better. So we are designing products specifically for women rather than just, you know, shrinking the men's products. And we want your help. That's me, Sarah, and Feisty Media that they were asking for help from. Not only that, but I personally find that my Orca wetsuit is the best I've ever had for flexibility and buoyancy, and I definitely wish I had found it when I was racing pro. Fast forward four years, and Orca has launched their new triathlon wetsuits and other gear designed specifically for women. I'm so proud to have been part of this process. So you can order your very own wetsuit and other fab products for 15% off using the code ironwomen15 at orca.com. That's ironwomen, the name of one of our amazing triathlon podcasts, ironwomen1515 at orca.com. 
Okay. So first up, Sarah's voicemail. Let's let's check in with her. Hi, Sarah. Um, I am in Bentonville, Arkansas, and unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to record with you this evening because I thought I might be able to. Actually, I was hoping, but we're currently having a swag bag <laughs> production party at the um, Gone Gravel and Women's Gravel Festival. Uh, we're couple days out oh, we start tomorrow evening so we have a it's our very first I'm all over the place holy moly okay this is this event in Bentonville Arkansas is a women's gravel festival and we start tomorrow evening Thursday with an opening party which will be yesterday by the time this podcast comes out and then sorry about the background noise there's a party in our Airbnb um and then most of the day Friday is spelt, spent on uh, skills clinics. And then Saturday, there's a variety of rides of different lengths that people can partake in. And then we have a closing party on Saturday night. So in case you didn't notice, um, as with mountain biking, <laughs> gravel riding has a lot of parties involved, which, which I obviously approve of. Um, so I just, I was outside with the swag bag party <laughs> and um, they have a message for you. So... I'm just going to let you play that now. Okay, ready? Three, two, one, go. Gravel beats triathlon. Woo! So I don't know. I would love to know if our listeners agree that gravel beats triathlon. It's certainly more chill. Um, and you only need a little bit of equipment. You only need a bike. <laughs> you don't have to worry about swimming and all that stuff. Um, so I wanted to say too, like I, I didn't, I had, never even heard of Bentonville before we had this event. Um, but people in the mountain biking community will know that like, it's a bit of a haven for mountain biking and by extension, gravel riding. Um, and it's actually the home of the Walton family who are the original, like the family that founded Walmart. And the family actually has, um, now before everyone jumps down our throats about evil corporations, um, the, the family's actually like reinvested a lot of money into into cycling in particular because one of the sons grandsons I'm not sure what generation we're on now um, is super into cycling so there's like big cycling parks and trails um, I, I went running this morning and there were these this there was this path with, through a museum with like art installations everywhere and trails and I just ran through this network of trails with all this cool like exterior art you know um, like giant giant sculptures and stuff uh, so I'm sure I'll post some of those pictures on my Instagram but um, yeah so far I've been super impressed by this little place um, with a bunch of amazing restaurants cyclists everywhere great pubs food trails um, so I'm really enjoying Bentonville so far <laughs> as you can probably hear uh, so yeah, our team here, we have this amazing woman called Amy who um, used to work for Bike Bentonville. So she knew all the folks and who to ask and who to talk to. Um, and so we've managed to gather together the women's cycling community here. And they are now in our home putting swag bags together. And you should see the swag bag, Sarah. Like this is like the best, the best race swag bag I've ever seen. Um, largely because like we had so many... Uh, brands wanting to support what we were doing for um, women's cycling. So the other thing, the other exciting thing is I might uh, get on a bike for the first time this year. 
and do, maybe I'll do like a little skills clinic or something. Uh, we thought maybe our, we thought maybe the woman who was going to run the descending clinic was, um, sick. I think she's going to come. Actually, I don't think she has, she tested negative for COVID. So we think we're fingers crossed that she's going to be here. Um, but there was this like <laughs> moment where I was like, oh crap, <laughs> now I have to, now I have to do a descending clinic. Um, no, I'm not qualified to do a descending clinic on anything other than a road bike. Um, anyway, so I may attend the descending clinic. <laughs> That's more like it. Okay. I was trying to think of a story to tell you, Sarah. And, um, a couple, a couple of things come to mind. So I, um, at this weekend was my bestie's, um, baby shower and she is, I hope she doesn't mind me saying this. She probably doesn't listen to the podcast, but I know she has friends who do, so I'll, I might get in trouble, but she is 43 and she's having her first child. Everybody asks me, it's hilarious. Like when you're in your forties and you're, you're like, no, probably not that many people ask her directly, but when she, you know, after the three months when she started to announce her pregnancy, like no less than a dozen people asked me, how old is she? (laughs) Anyway, she's having a healthy baby boy who we refer to as vomit. And we were like reflecting on how like, what a great choice to have a kid in your 40s. Like at the baby shower, she just got the best gifts. Like everybody's like well-established in their careers, not so much worried about money as in their 20s or 30s. Um, So I had, I actually had a, fantastic weekend um and it's been interesting because during her pregnancy she's had a couple health issues related to like being an athlete and being pregnant um an endurance athlete in particular and like I find that um it like you know the intersection between we often talk about how like there's you know there's there's almost no studies on um exercise physiology sports science studies done on women full stop or related to hormones and um, and then fertility, right? And then like women's health also is like behind the uh, beh- behind in terms of in terms of the amount of studies done. And like when you have this weird intersection between pregnancy and an ex elite athlete, um, you end up with problems that are not easily solved sometimes. So um, she definitely had a couple hurdles where people like where the doctors were couldn't figure it out, and also were like just telling her bad information essentially um so I don't know if anyone else has had that experience but um the but yeah anyway that was interesting um and then the other thing oh I wanted to tell a funny story um that is these are like literally the things that happened this week that's what I'm telling you um I uh I had okay so I just moved into my new place and what there's a patio door that I couldn't get it to lock, like the lock seemed to be broken. And so I lived like the two weeks there with a door that was just unlocked the entire time. And finally I thought, you know what, I need to call a locksmith and get this sorted out for my own sense of personal security. (laughs) And I, I called him and he, like, I was just, I was essentially just doing it wrong. Like, so, so like you had to turn the, the door handle up in order to lock the door, which like, okay, seriously, what kind of stupid door is that? Like, it's like one of those door handles. It's like, um, it's kind of long, like it's like long and horizontal. Like you kind of grab it with your hand and then like you would put it down to open a door, right? Like you would just grab the door handle down through, like who would do up to lock it? Who would do that? Anyway, um, that's how you lock my patio door. Uh, and I paid $126 to learn that information. Um, 
So that was my, um, my smartest moment of the week. Um, that I just want to announce. I don't, I don't know. I just remember that. It like it's like seared in my brain now. Like never, always like <laughs> always try a little bit harder to figure it out before you <laughs> before you call for help. It's like actually, I think this is a life. I think this is life advice, right? Like I always appreciate people. I have a number of people like this who actually work at Vicey, who will work with, who will like actually try to problem solve on their own. Like don't ask me a question that you can Google. Right. If you can. And like in this case, I feel like I failed myself. Like I probably could have Googled. I probably could have figured out how to use this door and how to lock it on my own because like it didn't seem like it was broken. Like there was something fishy from the beginning. Um, And I always appreciate people who like instead of just reaching out as the easy like the easy thing for them is to reach out and ask a question, which is the hard thing for me. So I'd rather someone tries every means of figuring out a solution to a problem before um, reaching to to within within reason like don't spend three days of your life trying to figure something else but at least do like a simple google before you message me and be like because people do this right they can message me and say like oh like they know about our association with stacy it's like oh how much protein should i have like they message me for this you know i'm like listen i'm not your dietitian like, like, go, figure it out, you know? Um, although that said, I don't mind when I'm like, like, I was having a conversation the other day at the gym um, and it came up about like carbs and protein. And this person was like just recently learning about sports nutrition and her life had been like forever changed because she learned to consume um, uh, carbs after her workout and like was asking me about how much protein. And that's like, we're in conversation then, right? Like, then I want to talk to you about all this stuff, right? And if I can help you, I totally will. Um, so anyway, I'm just talking about nothing now and it's been 10 minutes. So I'm going to let you go and get on with your recording. And I hope that it is more interesting than the things that I had to say. I'm, I've only drank half a cider, so I don't even have any excuse for myself and my rambling. Uh, but I do miss you, and but Bentonville's amazing, and I look forward to chatting next week. Bye, Sarah. Like I said, Sarah's always calling in from these fun things. She's She only drank half a cider, but it sounds like they're having a pretty wild time down there. Now, I when I was in Bentonville, uh, listeners of the podcast know that this winter I was down there training. Uh, And I agree. I mean, it's a really interesting town, very bike friendly, beautiful sculptures, beautiful art, uh, good coffee, good restaurants. Uh, I did meet Catherine and Amy when I was down there and it sounded like they had a really, really cool festival planned, Uh, a nice way for experienced and inexperienced female gravel riders to get together learn some stuff, hang out, just play bikes. What more could you want? I am kind of jealous of the swag bag because let's be honest, most of us who do triathlon, the swag bags are kind of terrible. I am racking my brain to think of when I got a really good swag. Most of the time you get some garbage t-shirt you don't really want. Uh, You get, you know, some samples of like bars and stuff, which to be honest, I normally eat right away and sometimes regret it. Uh, yeah, it's really, it's really underwhelming. The probably the best swag bag I ever got was 
there was a, a race that was sponsored by Hy-Vee grocery stores in Des Moines, Iowa for a few years. And all of the different major vendors for the, uh, for the Hy-Vee stores were sponsors for this race essentially. And so we got like food, basically lots of samples of food in our swag bag. So I was pumped because you don't have to drag that home. You know, you're not throwing out much stuff. Uh, yeah, there's a little waste, but it's not as bad as when you get all this waste and you just a huge bag of stuff that you don't want. Um, that really, yeah, like the lame hat or cheap water bottle, things like that. Um, I would much rather have a bag full of food. Maybe that says a lot about me. I don't know. Let's see. What else? What else can I say about Sarah's amazing voicemail? I, yeah, the door handle, I, I am speechless, but also I feel like that's something that would happen to me. Yeah. I, I feel your pain, Sarah. It's really hard to, um, open door handles. And sometimes you just need to pay somebody an excessive amount of money to teach you how. No, but for real, there are things that seem super obvious and I just struggle with. um, And I think a lot of us have been there. What else? Well, we're going to go on to the whole gravel beach triathlon thing. Now, originally, when I was listening to that, I was thinking... Oh, well, clearly, you know, this is a triathlon-ish podcast. I am going to defend my sports, my livelihood. You know, the reason I wake up in the morning and put in hours swimming, biking, and running. But you know what? Curveball. I am going to defend that statement. Why gravel beats triathlon? And if any triathletes want to call in and take the opposite side, I welcome it. Why does triathlon beat gravel? So just, just play devil's advocate. I will say that gravel is better than triathlon, not just because there's less equipment, because yes, Sarah's correct on that point, but also there is uh, more livestock you see. So you go on these dirt roads. And for me, that's really exciting. I love seeing goats. I love seeing cows, horses. You see more of that when you're on dirt roads than you do when you're on paved, you know, TT bike friendly roads. Number two, I think it's fun to get dirty and gravel is dirtier than roads. I kind of enjoy, you know, a ride where you are just covered in grit and mud. There's something that feels really fun about. I don't like washing my bike, but I like kind of the, the gnarliness of a ride where you get t- pretty dirty. Number three, but yes, better parties. Gravel riders have more fun. It's true. I feel like triathletes could learn a thing or two about uh, how to have fun. I'm sure I could come up with more reasons if I actually prepared for this podcast, but uh, I'm going to leave with those three reasons, which are all valid points why gravel is indeed better than triathlon. And hopefully by the next podcast, I can come up with four points why triathlon is better than gravel. 
we'll see. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. All right. After this break, I have an epiphany. As a former pro triathlete who now does very amateur crossfitting for fun and is in perimenopause, meaning I can't count on my hormones to be consistent anymore, one of my main limitations is the speed at which I build muscle. It just doesn't come easily for me. I wanted to make sure I am actually getting the benefits of the little time I do have to work out. That's why Amino Co's Perform is the perfect product for me. It tastes good and I just sip on it before and during my workouts. The AminoCo's Perform formula has clean ingredients and is great for your everyday routine to help give your body the fuel it needs to perform at its best and recover faster and stronger from workouts. What's even better is that AminoCo's Perform was created by former Harvard professor and world-renowned clinical researcher, Dr. Wolf. As a competitive athlete, Dr. Wolf has completed 62 marathons in under 2.30 whoa, and is still fueling his body with Perform at age 75. So if you are looking for a nutritional advantage when it comes to boosting your peak athletic performance, I recommend you give Perform a try. It's scientifically three times more effective on a gram for gram basis than any other protein source. To try it yourself and get 30% off, Use the code RIDING, R-I-D-I-N-G, when you visit aminoco.com forward slash riding. That's A-M-I-N-O-C-O dot com forward slash riding. The fastest path to living healthier, longer starts inside. Inside Tracker takes a personalized approach to health and longevity from the most trusted and relevant source, your body. It was created by experts in aging, genetics, and biometric data from Harvard, Tufts, and MIT. That's quite a list. Inside Tracker provides personalized health analysis and clear recommendations, plus an action plan on how to live healthier, longer. When I do my Inside Tracker tests, I always use the mobile blood draw service. It's amazing because you can enjoy a premium lab experience in the comfort of your own home or your office. All you have to do is book a time that suits your schedule and they will come to you. The scheduling is easy and they send you text alerts so you'll get appointment updates and notifications when your inside tracker health analysis and custom action plan are ready to view. It's great for busy people who want to save time. So if you want to try Inside Tracker's mobile blood draw service and find out what's going on inside your body for your health, go to insidetracker.com forward slash feisty and get 20% off today. That's insidetracker.com forward slash F-E-I-S-T-Y. So if you've listened to this podcast and heard me tell my story about a two piece and my body image issues, then you'll, this will, this will seem kind of familiar. The other day I was at the pool and once again, I opened my bag and I did not have a bathing suit in there 
with the exception of this darn two-piece that was buried at the bottom of my bag and I really just need to remove because it's good for a backup, but come on, Sarah. I need I need a one-piece lap swimming real suit that doesn't make me feel weird in my bag as a backup option and not this crusty old suit. Because, yes, I don't like swimming in a two-piece. It makes me feel vulnerable. I don't like going out on deck with it. So anyway, I put it on. I go out into the deck. I'm feeling weird. I'm all like wrapped up in my towel. And I notice to my left, to my right, there are men in their little Speedos just getting the work done. And these are just normal looking men. They're not like, you know, super ripped, eight packs, nothing. Just, you know, a little belly, a lot of hair. And I realized that women actually kind of have an advantage when it comes to swimwear and being able to cover up a bit more. I mean, we, we can have a whole separate discussion about, you know, uh, cultural messaging about bodies uh, and how it may or may not be different or harder for women, but just in terms of pure skin exposed to the world for everybody to see women, we get to cover up more than men. And I feel you, I feel you men. It probably, you get used to it. I'm sure. I, but it has to still kind of feel a little weird where you're just out there with all your torso for the world to see. And I realized that, you know, for decades I've been swimming and I don't think I ever really uh, had a lot of empathy for the position that men go through of having to have all that bare skin out in the world um, because I've been too caught up in what it's like to be a woman and all our baggage and my baggage about having skin and walking around the pool deck. So yeah, it's not often where I feel like something might be, you know, a little harder for men, but on this, this, uh, this issue, pure surface area out in the world. I'm sorry, guys. That's tough. I bet, I bet sometimes you look at our suits and you're like, oof, women, I really wish I could wear that one piece that, you know, covers my belly that covers, you know, the weird hairs, right? Just poking out there. <sighs> so that's my story and I'm sticking to it. All right. Thanks for another episode of if we were writing it was slightly rambling but that's okay that's our podcast my time my time none of you people can tell me to stop my town my crown we know what it takes to be reaching the top we're reaching the top we're reaching the top we know what it takes to be reaching the top